Hi, welcome to She Will Not Be Silenced with Keisha Shields, the podcast for women leaders on a mission to change the world and build empires that have legacy, success, influence, and intergenerational wealth. We'll talk about how stigmas, stereotypes, grief, and other people's opinions can keep women's voices silenced and the impact these have on successful women and their emotions, their relationships, and their money. If you have felt silenced and need guidance, awakening, and amplifying your voice, visit KeishaShields.com to check out my best-selling Find Your Voice course. Please take a quick second to hit the subscribe button and let's get into this week's episode. Hello, welcome to She Will Not Be Silenced with your hostess, Keisha Shields. Thank you for tuning in and listening today. I appreciate you very much. If you are not subscribed, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you can automatically receive new episodes when they are released each week. And sometimes I throw in bonus episodes And I don't always promote it. So if you're subscribed, you'll be able to see when they drop. And if you are already subscribed, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Woo, chow. So we have made it. (laughs) We have made it through a lot. And I wanted to come in today to talk, this will probably be a bit brief, about some of the well-known social, emotional, and financial barriers that affect visibility for women leaders, women executives, women who are trying to, no, 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 women who are planning or in the process of breaking barriers, generational barriers, legacy barriers, socioeconomic barriers, all of the above. Okay. So there are some social, emotional, financial barriers for women to positions of power, prominence, and what we call here self-nificance, which is all about understanding the significance of the self and all that your experiences bring to the table. Right. So a couple of ones that I just want to bring to the forefront as a reminder of things that we really have to kind of be mindful of are stereotypes and stigmas that are associated with us. There, all of us are affected by stereotypes, all of us. Not all of us by stigmas, but there are stereotypes within groups, within groups, within those groups and so forth and so on. Stereotypes and stigmas are certainly social, emotional, and financial barriers for a lot of women. So I want you to really reflect on any examples of stereotypes and stigmas that you feel you are still navigating, right? Because it's important to be armed with resources and solutions that can help you trailblaze through the stereotypes and stigmas. Because the truth of the matter is, for the most part, they won't often go away. 
I think if we put our energy into trying to remove the stereotypes and stigmas, it takes away from us actually blasting through it in the meantime. Let's get through it. And on our way through, let's work to eradicate those things. Don't let them be a barrier to you actually moving through it to begin with, right? Because those are two barriers that affect women when it comes to being visible, the way that they know in their heart and in their mind and their soul that their brand and their bank account and their legacy needs is the stereotypes and stigmas sometimes keep us shrinking, diminishing ourselves, downplaying our brilliance. So let's be mindful of that as we're moving into this current season and decade, okay? Addition to that, we have isolation. Feeling isolated is a barrier to visibility, is a barrier to success, and it's a barrier to so many things for women leaders. Being mindful of isolation, and isolation occurs for many different reasons, but when you are isolated, you are not visible. That is one that you need to come through. If you are struggling with isolation, it is critical that you get a really intentional sphere of support, a circle of support that you can trust, who can really be a mirror for your brilliance, um, a reminder of that for you. And if you're isolating, not because you're down, but just because you prefer to move alone, that is going to be a barrier for you in 2021. If you listen to the episode that I did about what 2021 visibility looks like, one of those things was all about networking and partnerships, right? So you're going to have to come out of isolation and really look into what networks and partnerships are going to be in cr critical for me to be involved with, either because it's something that's going to be of value to you and where you're going or because you're going to be able to have an extreme value to others in there. But it needs to be a network and a partnership that has mutual exchange. So isolation is a certainly a barrier for, to visibility. Next, we have good old tokenism. Oh, that is going to trigger some people because you have been tokenized in the workplace or in some social justice cause, tokenism, okay, tokenism, which is a lot of times performative. It's essentially when there is a small number of people, sometimes a singular person, right, from an underrepresented group who is spoken of or put on a pedestal so that it looks like there is equity, sexual equity, racial equity within that group, within the workplace, within the organization, whatever it is, right? Black women are often tokenized, right? Oh, but no, but see, she, look, look, we have a black woman, right? 
oftentimes being the only one, <laughs> you know, or if you are a black professional woman, you're often tokenized like, oh, look, like not all of them are doing bad or in poverty or criminals, right? There's this tokenism aspect that happens to underrepresented groups so that it looks like or give the appearance that there is equity, right? When there is not. Tokenism is a barrier. It is a barrier. I allowed myself to be a token for a very long time. And I say aloud because it happened. If I'm being honest, I knew at times that I was kind of like the token person in the workplace. I was the shining example of diversity, even though I was the only black and the only woman executive, but the only black person in the whole darn thing, right? I knew that there was some tokenism. I didn't necessarily have the language for it at the time, right? But it's a barrier, right? It is a barrier because when we allow tokenism, we are giving a very false sense of equity and equality that is not existing, okay? So be mindful of that when it comes to your social, emotional, and financial barriers. Tokenism can definitely be a financial barrier. Another social, emotional, um, and financial barrier is gender inequality, right? I don't really need to go into detail on that because we pretty much all know what that is. But gender inequality is a barrier in the workplace. It's a barrier to visibility in a lot of companies because you think about the old boys club, which I'm also going to talk about in a second, in a minute here. Uh, but gender inequality is a, is a barrier. And so is something like harassment, right? Dealing with harassment in the workplace or in organizations or in your personal life. When you have been harassed, you find yourself trying to hide, trying to stay not visible. That is a major barrier to your visibility, okay? The glass ceiling is a social, emotional, and financial barrier. Now, I've done a little research since I do teach on the glass ceiling, and there is the glass ceiling, there's the glass escalator, there's the glass cliff, there's probably even more than that, right? But whether you are seeing the barrier be the glass ceiling, the glass escalator, or the glass cliff, it is a barrier. Okay, it's a barrier to visibility that we really have to be mindful of. For example, with the glass ceiling, social policy and programs absolutely keep women, a lot of women, in the boardroom, in the workplace, in a glass ceiling. This sometimes can happen in entrepreneurship if you are the brand, but mostly I have seen this happen within the company structure where the social policy and programs really keep women against that glass ceiling, right? It can be the example of them encouraging maternity leave rather than paternity leave, right? As an example, right? The way the social programs and the policies are actually written or that the expectation that the woman is going to come back and only work part-time, right? This expectation keeps women 
from blasting through that glass ceiling when it comes to being in the workplace. And that is a social, emotional, and financial barrier to visibility, right? These social policies and programs. The old boys club, which I mentioned just a moment ago. The old boys club keeps women leaders buffered up against the glass ceiling in many cases because it can be hard to break in and network when a lot of times the men are still the ones who are making the decisions. They're the ones who are able to promote. They are the ones who are able to allow someone to enter into a network or a circle, right? So it can be very, that affects you socially. Socially, you may not be able to actually interact in the social circles that you need to in order to take your visibility to the next level. From an emotional standpoint, this can work both ways. Women are um, seen as being too emotional, right? A lot of men don't want to deal with it, especially when you are a woman who's a boss, right? This expectation of emotionality. Uh, this also affects you financially. If you can't get promoted the way that you need to, if you cannot break into those circles where there's a financial sphere of influence, it can affect you. It can be a financial barrier for you getting a pay raise or you moving into a more profitable position or you being able to tap into corporate stocks for that company. If you're your own brand, this also affects you also because sometimes who are you networking in your circle? If you look online, you see a lot of, you know, the old boys club, you know, hanging around as success stories, right? There's a lot of women, but you tend to see a lot of the men patting themselves on the back. That can be a barrier, um, a financial barrier to women, can keep women at a glass ceiling. So I want you to be very mindful for that because in terms of the finances, Support for women, the higher you go on your level, the more limited support typically is, right? So we have to be very aware of these barriers that can affect our visibility in this decade because this decade is going to be critical and how you start this decade can really affect the way that you move and kind of maneuver through it. So as I talked about the glass ceiling and the importance of kind of breaking through the glass ceiling, you know, when we think about, some people will say the glass ceiling doesn't exist. And in theory, that is absolutely the case. In reality, tell that to an executive woman who is 100% qualified to be senior VP or higher president, but bumps up against this, this ceiling that she can't seem to get through because of what we just talked about. The support for women at higher levels is, all, is usually very limited and not being able to break into the network and really be into that sphere of influence that can actually promote you into a higher position. So the glass ceiling is the idea that as a woman rises through the ranks of a company, of an organization, that she only gets to a point where then she starts bumping up against the ceiling and can't go any higher, even though there are men who are 
in that level above it, right? So you bumping up against the ceiling where your promotions kind of stop, your pay raises stop, your opportunities stop, right? So if you think about the glass ceiling, it's pretty much the idea um, of bumping up against that glass ceiling where you kind of can't get to the highest of high levels. And as women leaders, we should have access to that highest level. And one of my missions is to make sure that the glass ceilings no longer exist because it's absolutely possible. And we can work together to help you break through those glass ceilings, whether it's socially, emotionally, and or financially. The glass cliff, um, in contrast, is this idea similar to the glass ceiling, but the glass cliff is more about women and minorities being put in positions, top positions, during times of crisis when there's more likely that failure will prevail, okay? Like they're, Black women are often credited with saving people. Black women saved us again. That is an example of the glass cliff, right? Is this idea that let's help them, let's put them here so they can help us avert a crisis, right? That is where the glass cliff effect comes in essentially. Now, these are kind of like very simple ideas of what they are, but just to give you an example of some of the different phenomenon that women leaders are facing up against as barriers to their visibility, their next level, high level legacy, profitable visibility. And lastly, the other one that I mentioned was uh, the glass escalator, which is a little different than the glass ceiling and the glass cliff in that the glass escalator is this idea that in a predominantly woman-led industry or company or marginalized predominant industry or profession is that a man can come in and he's put on a fast track to the advanced positions, okay? Like he can come in and just ride the escalator right on up past everyone else, right? In an industry or a company or organization that is predominantly run by underrepresented groups and uh, female or women-dominated companies and industries, right? It's this idea of the glass escalator. So the glass ceiling, the glass escalator, the glass cliff, stereotypes, stigmas, tokenism, isolation, harassment, gender inequality are just a handful of the social, emotional, and financial barriers that women leaders need to be mindful of that can impact and affect our visibility in this decade. And so let's keep those in mind. Uh, let's be mindful of them. Let's have a plan to navigate through them, to blast through them so that these barriers are not keeping us from just the other side, quantum leaping to the other side. We have to stop making excuses for ourselves now, take ownership and actually do this move through these barriers, right? Push them aside, 
hurdle over them and come back and move them out the way for the next people that are moving up. Don't let these barriers be the reason why you're not able to have visibility the way that you desire in this decade so that your money, your bank account, and your assets can actually match the level of fly that you have, okay? All right, until next time, ta-ta. Oh, and before I go, let me know what you think. Shoot me an email, support at KeishaShields.com or tag me. Come comment on my post or on Instagram. DM me. Let me know what you think and if you have questions. Okay. See you in the next episode. I have a digital gift for everyone listening right now. Head over to KeishaShields.com and enter your first name and your email address and click the box that says, yes, send me the audio training, please. I am gifting complimentary access to a leadership class that I did called She Will Not Be Silenced, how to speak up and share your message in a bigger and more profitable way. In this leadership training, you will learn how to get clarity on your next move as a woman in leadership. Why many women leaders end up silencing themselves or why they allow themselves to hide solely behind the success of their work. You are going to get tangible tips to start speaking up and sharing your voice on issues that are important to you and the world you live in. All of that without compromising your livelihood. Head over to KeishaShields.com and get access, get complimentary access to the leadership class, She Will Not Be Silenced. And while you're at it, let me know what you think. Ta-ta. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to be notified of our next episode because you won't want to miss it. Thank you for listening to this episode of She Will Not Be Silenced with Keisha Shields. If you are an executive or highly driven leader ready to amplify your wealth, legacy, and your voice on your terms and overcome the impact of feeling silenced, visit KeishaShields.com slash hire to work with me one-to-one or to find more information on how to bring me into your company or organization to help support your women leaders.